What a mess I have been today. Good day. Happy Thursday. How are you? Hope you're doing well. Got about six inches of snow last night, so a little bit behind. Missed my 11 a.m. video, which I'm uploading now. And um, Tim got to scoop me on the... You're doing well. Tim got to scoop me on the dunking on Kristen Stewart, so I wasted my time recording that video. But it's almost the weekend, so it's okay. Everything's okay. Everything's okay. Lots of other fun stories to share with you today, including Twitch communist Hassan Piker getting hilariously dunked on. That's always good. Got to get my locals chat over here. There we go. Hello, everyone over in locals. I just blasted some X clear up my nose and I can feel its soothing powers already. Thanks for the recommendation. We'll do the story on uh, live stream for sure. I'm just not going to upload. Uh, I'm not going to upload a standalone video. Tim is fighting with James Lindsay. What happened to James Lindsay? I, I thought he was one of us. Is that not true? Do you lose some pounds, Jeremy? Yes. I'm down about 20 so far this year. February's been kind of holding steady, but I, uh, I've been sick and, you know, stuff happened. So I'm, you know, looking good. It looked like you just shoved a hunk of styrofoam in your mouth. Well, that's how it tasted. It was just a protein bar. Define one of us. Um, I thought he was just like a good guy. Like I thought he was uh, like a good, a good boy. Is that not true? He's a non-leftist, so that's the other group now. Cut out soda and lost 40 pounds. Nice job. Yeah, I did uh, trim up the beard a little bit today as well. <laughs> I eat my Amazon boxes for the planet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So why is Timmy arguing with him? Okay. Um, let's see. Let's see here. What? Come on up here. So one of my little rescue kitties has been a little underweight. And so I sneak her into my office. I scoop you up. Oh, little Trixie. Look at this little bean. She's a little underweight. And so right before each show, I sneak her in here and I give her her own can of wet food. 
I feel your belly. It's kind of full. Your belly's kind of full. Did you just burp in my face? Did you just burp? Hold on. Let me let her out. Hold on, Trixie. Hold on. Hold on, little Trixie. Uh, all right. Now we can play. There. Now we can be friends again. Um, people yesterday, I mentioned on the stream, you know, about places to hang out after you know, like after the show or whatever. I don't use Discord because it's woke trash, but I do use Gilded and there's like uh, thousands of members in there to chat with. It's exact same. If you use Discord, you can use Gilded. Um, and I have a private one and here is the link to it. If you just click the link, uh, you'll be able to join the Gilded. It's obviously free. Just a place to hit chat and hang out. I used to have a Discord, which was easier to get people to join, but um, you know, Discord started having a lot of woke garbage going on. So, thanks, MSH. Appreciate that. Yeah, Discord started rolling out a bunch of rules where you couldn't like question the vaccine. I got a. I got numerous warnings from members of my community questioning the vaccine um, inside of Discord. So they were like monitoring my Discord. I've never had that problem with Gilded. Granted, Gilded is not some like indie company. It's owned by Roblox, I believe. But um, it's just a chat window. Like, uh, let me show you what it looks like. I think I can share it. Can I share it on screen? Do do do. Let's see here. Screen capture? No, I don't want that. Window capture. That's what I want. Window. Window. There it is, dot com. So it's just a uh, just a chat app, you know. So you can chat in here, hang out with other people. I'll make a I'll make a special group for a special group for uh for uh, locals members too. Lol, not a cat. Paying the cat tax. Shout out. Thank you for paying the cat tax. Uh, my CBC order still is pending after a week. Love you, Jeremy. Please help. Uh, email me, thequartering at gmail.com. I'll look into it. Give me your, I need your order number. Just email me there.
Here we go. Lots to talk about. This uh, Fannie Willis thing, this is their case against Trump is just going to fall apart, right? Like it's just, it's just falling apart. I can't find the Gilded server though. I just put the link in the chat. Just click on that to join. I've signed in a Gilded, but I don't see any instructions, any channels. Did you do the stuff in the welcome or whatever? Twelve twenty-three p.m. I see four people have already joined since I put the link in chat. Oh, it's working. What story do we want to start with first? Let's start with. Okay. Here is the guy prosecuting Trump on the stand. So in 2023, December, you said you didn't have any receipts. I do not have any receipts. I did not have any receipts. But you did travel with Miss Willis in 2023, correct? I did. And you traveled with her in 2022, correct? I did. And you traveled with her in 2021, correct? No. So you only traveled with her in 2022 and 2023? 2022 and 2023 is what I recall. That's what you recall? Yes. Okay. Um, so you just don't remember if you traveled with her in 2021? 2022 and 2023 is what I recall. Is what you recall. My question is, did you travel with her in 2021? Hmm, I don't know. I'm not recalling any travel in 2021. So it's not yes or no, you just don't remember? I'm not recalling any travel in 2021. So you did not travel with her in 2021? Your Honor. This has been covered. Let's keep going. Thank you. Fannie Willis called her and just admitted in court that Fannie told her she was having an affair with her boy toe back in 2021. Yeah, correct. I'm on your gilded, but I don't see. Did you go through the server rules? Yeah, the steps are in the readme if you don't see them. Yeah, Nathan Wade says Fannie Williams paid him back for luxurious trips in cash. These guys are both going to jail. Nah, they're probably not. What'll probably happen is they'll get, uh, they'll trade Trump. The case against Trump will be uh, dropped or fall apart in Georgia. And these two will walk. That's that's probably what's going to happen. Disbarred, maybe. Maybe. I mean, they're both corrupt as hell. They're both corrupt as hell. So Candace Owens uh, delved into the Taylor Swift. 
I think it's it's really cringe and boring that uh, conservatives are 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 like obsessed with Taylor Swift. I think it's 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 cringe. It comes off to me like boomer cons in like uh, the '90s and '80s that thought heavy metal music was devil music. That it was gonna make, uh, you know. That's going to make you worship the devil. Obviously, if you've seen what she's even done in business and how she tries to manipulate her audiences, like to get out of like deals and contracts, like she's totally insane. Yeah. Like she's the most toxic feminist that's ever existed. And at, what she does is basically the threat is that if she doesn't get what she wants, she writes a song about a guy and then has 15 million girls singing the songs and drops little clues so they know who it's about. I mean, it's totally psychotic if you wait, really think about wait, it. Was, I don't think you no appreciate how psychotic no, that is, that you can't no date her for two weeks without her writing a song about you. I mean, what she did to John, May John Mayer as John well, Mayer, he was yeah. like, I literally did nothing to her. Like we went on one date and yeah. I didn't deserve this. You were ruining And then there's guy. a bunch of like <laughs> 10 year old girls whose brains are not developed who then go and attack whoever it is. Like Scooter Braun's family, his young kids, literally had to go into hiding and get security because Taylor Swift wanted out of the deal that he legally purchased her catalog of music. Yeah. And she wrote this, you have to go find it on Tumblr, this like glorious rephrasing of basically like, my dad signed a contract, a legal con legally binding contract for me when I was 15. He now has the catalog because he purchased it. And she was just like, you know, as a woman, I sat on the floor and I wrote these songs. And then they tried to kill Scooter Braun's family, and he did nothing wrong of <laughs> the purchase for catalog. But you know, you and know, he only I, had it for like six months before he let somebody else purchase it. But like, she hated Scooter Braun. Yeah, so this is a room full of Swifties you're talking. No, about. guys, yeah, I'm sorry. Like this, so this whole panel is like kind of cringe. This like backstage thing, like I, I think the Daily Wire is turning into like Fox. You know, I have to, I don't like care. Uh, I don't care about Taylor Swift. The idea that Taylor Swift is going to convert Republicans to vote Democrat is absurd. The idea that Taylor Swift is going to mobilize enough 18 year olds to go vote and change the election is absurd. Her fans are 12 years old. Like, and everyone's just like, oh, it's a, it's, she's a psyop. Oh, she's a, oh, be careful. The government's got, the government's gonna, you know, they're utilizing Taylor Swift. Like, you're just doing the same shit everyone else is. You're running articles, um, so you can put Taylor Swift in the in the in the in the headline. Can you pin the link to Gilded? I don't know if I can. Can I? Does Rumble let me pin? Doesn't seem like it. He's gonna call me anti. I'll put it in the description. I can do that quick. How's everyone doing today, by the way? Yeah, I remember Rock the Vote. There, I put it in the description. You might have to refresh for it to show up. She has enough 18 plus, but they're also butthurt and break up with their boyfriends. 
Yeah, but I mean, how many of them were voting for Trump before? You know, how many of them were going to not vote for the Democrat candidate anyway? I don't understand that, you know? It's like, you know, of course. So then Rolling Stone does this photo shoot with uh, perhaps the picture of, you know, what feminism and leftism does to women. They post a picture of Kristen Stewart, who used to be a beautiful woman, but she has begun the slow transition into becoming an ugly man. I suspect she will transition to a male in 2024. I'm guessing. Um, so the Rolling Stone puts out this article with a bunch of pictures of her where it's like, uh, she's ugly as fuck. Sorry, my language. Very ugly. And then Rolling Stone's like, oh, right-wingers are freaking out because she's a lesbian. No, 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 no. You see Malcolm Flex, I mean, it could be that or the fact that Kristen Stewart now looks like she's left the halfway house en route to the crack house. Is that beautiful? She looks disgusting. She looks like a crackhead. That's not even like the picture. This is the picture where she looks gross. Sorry, I even have to show you. She looks like I-dubs. Is this supposed to be... Am I supposed to think that this is a happy person? I've seen a thousand of these people when I was living in Louisville, Texas. And then she's wearing a jock strap and uh, picking crabs out of her vagina. As a queer woman in the public eye, Kristen Stewart has the occasion to think about identity and what it means. I mean, she's also a home wrecker. Don't forget that. If I could grow a little mustache, if I could grow a happy trail and unbutton my pants, I would. Wow, so edgy. Most of the replies as Stephen voiceover, nobody gives a fuck. Kristen Stewart already did the gayest thing we've ever seen. It was called Twilight. Are you a music magazine? They, them, pronouns, incoming. Somewhere in the deep south, there's a dude cooking meth in a trailer with a Confederate flag hanging as a curtain that looks just like this lady. She nailed the look. Like, none of these comments, by the way, none of these comments are about her being gay. They're just like, she looks terrible. Like, she looks gross. I couldn't name a movie she's been in, probably ever. She also wants to buy babies, just so you know. Kristen Stewart's risque Rolling Stone is triggering right-wingers? What? What? 
What? I'm, I don't, I, none of it, I mean, she's gross, but I'm not saying she, I don't have any issue with her being gay. Like, she can be as gay as she wants. Cool. Good for you. Appreciate ya. Maybe I'll record a standalone, um... Because uh, this is this is like uh, perhaps the most hilarious spin I've ever seen. I just I don't understand what on earth they were thinking. I know little Timmy already covered the uh, uh, the photo shoot of uh, Joe Dirt, aka I Dubs, aka generic meth cooking NPC, AKA Kristen Stewart. I know we already covered the story, but I had a little bit of a different angle. Rolling Stone published pictures that I apologize if I have to show you because this is a, a woman that looks deeply unhappy and looks like deeply unhealthy. Um, and they've tried to frame people pointing that fact out as some sort of thing about, you know, right-wingers don't like her because she likes women. No. In fact, in the many thousands of comments I saw dunking on her new meth chic look, none of them were about her bedroom choices. They were like, what is this? What are you? What, well, you look terrible. You look sweaty. You look like you're, you, have your, you have the DTs withdrawal you don't look happy and this is of course what progressivism does to men and women it takes people who are very terrible on the inside and uh brings that out and makes you see it on the outside none of what i'm about to talk about here is anything to do with whether or not she likes to be with men or women it is not relevant what i'm interested in is how you go from this to this this is a picture that looks like you could smell it i mean a mullet gr she looks greasy she's in a gym with uh, by weights where she clearly has never lifted a weight in her life. You go from this to this. This to this. That's what people are pointing out. As I put, she sure looks much happier now. So when people are pointing this out, Here's uh, Alicia says she literally should be the picture for the definition of depression. Not going to lie. I thought that magazine cover was photoshopped. What a waste of natural beauty. The next page, Elliot Page is about to turn. Is she scratching looking for crabs? Did she start cooking meth? By the way, none of these comments are about her being a lesbian. Okay, none of them. 
But Rolling Stone, of course, says, oh, well, it's because she's gay. No, it's because she's hideous in many people's opinions. By the way, it's been a while since I mentioned people. You know, a lot of people have discords, where, where, which are like chat apps, you know, um, where people can go to chat. I don't use discord because it's woke trash uh, and they police what everybody says. I use gilded. Um, it's the same in basically every way. Uh, you know, and if you want a place to hang out and chat, you know, um, I have a gilded and I'll leave the link in the description before it or below. It's pretty easy to, um, to join. You use the link, then you, uh, let me just put it up on the screen for you actually, so you can see exactly what it is because it's, it's the same in every way, uh, to discord. So you come in and once you click the invite, there's a little list of things you have to do in the readme. And then you'll get access to all the servers, which are people who can, you can talk, you can chat, all this kind of stuff. You can see about, I don't know, 15 people joined today already. So you can do that if you so choose, if you want a place to hang out and chat with other people who enjoy the videos, things like that. Obviously it's totally free. I don't know if I mentioned that. Uh, right-wingers are terrified of our gay Kristen Stewart cover. I'm not exactly sure what about the cover was gay. It just said uncensored. Of course, the second word in the article is, of course, Donald Trump. When Donald Trump wrote the string of tweets about how Robert Pattinson should dump her, Kristen Stewart has occupied a curious space in the conservative imagination. Really? Never heard of her. I mean, I haven't heard anybody talk about her till yesterday. It was being reminded of those as she reveled in Rolling Stone's March story cover. Nobody buys Rolling Stone anyway. This magazine will be closing almost certainly soon. That inspired her to come out as gay in a Saturday Night Live monologue five years ago. Shedding once and for all the waif-like image thrust upon her in the Twilight Saga. The vampire romance movies, which made her a force in Hollywood. Since then, she's become a queer icon on the big screen. Pursuing layered roles in challenging and subversive films. Good for her. She's still ugly. The visibility of celebrities like Stewart and lesser-known LGBTQ individuals have been interpreted by far-right agitators as evidence that young people are being groomed into adopting gender identities. Well, they are. They are. Uh, places like, outlets like um, the Rolling Stone worship it. They, they foist it upon young people as a way to get famous, as a way to enrich themselves. Of course they are. Christopher Rufo, a primary, primary architect of the astroturf conservative panic over critical race theory. Yeah, it's definitely not, you know, causing doors to fly off planes or anything. An avowed enemy of diversity, equity, and inclusion, states had an especially rabid take on the images of Stewart. He argued that queerness is an ideology and appears to make people miserable. Well, looking at those pictures, it looks like he might be right. In the same post, he purposely dead-named actor Elliot Page, 
a trans man claiming media depictions of him and Stewart are intended to demoralize Chaya Rychek, who's anti-LGBTQ hate speech, uh, has been linked to different threats on the world. I mean, what? She he called her disgusting. She looks disgusting. I mean, this is what Hollywood does to people. Ali London writes, Rolling Stone magazine pushes queer and non-binary ideology with their new cover of Kristen Stewart. The magazine has dressed the actress up as a man, wearing a man's jockstrap whilst making a crotch-grabbing motion inside the mag. I mean, yeah, all these things are true. I stand by, by my prediction. Kristen Stewart will be coming out as a man by the end of 2024. Yeah, probably. Conspiracy site Infowars rounded up these similar reactions from semi-anonymous paid blue check marks, including that the transmorgification of influential Hollywood actress sends a clear message about gender to impressionable young people. It's not difficult to see what the message is. Of course, if cultural magazines with androgynous and scantily clad models on covers constituted some insidious brainwashing campaign, the conspiracy must date back at least half a century. Well, it probably does. I mean, you can't tell me that Elliot Page looks happy now. You can't tell me that Kristen Stewart is happy. She looks like an ad for a rehab clinic. I don't have any problem whatsoever with her uh, enjoying spending time with women in bed. Doesn't affect me, it's irrelevant. Uh, you know, uh, all this kind of stuff doesn't matter. Um, but Rolling Stone deflecting and trying to pretend that people don't, I would rather go to bed with Joe Dirt than whatever it is that this is. She looks like I-dubs. And like posing this as good or healthy or whatever, it's just gross. It's all gross. And none of it has anything to do with her being gay. Now, Rolling Stone, of course, getting brutally ratioed. 2,000 comments to just 600 likes. Rolling Stone is mad. We're pointing out that this, this mentality is making people ugly and depressed. Rolling Stone has also, also printed, hooking up with your dog doesn't mean you're into bestiality. Really? Seems like it does. Also known as depression, mental illness, and drug addiction. Yeah. Mocking them is the correct term. I mean, where is all the people that think this is stunning and brave? No one's upset. People are just making fun of her for being predictable. I'm more laughing at what a pathetic attempt this is to stay relevant. I mean, everybody's just laughing at her. No one cares about her, about who she hooks up with. Right wing hot. The cover looks like it should be a scratch and sniff. You don't have to be right wing to identify a cry for attention. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. Pretty desperate, pretty gross. But, uh, you know, keep floundering for attention. I don't think it's going to work. What a bizarre, like, what a bizarre situation. Hold on a second. I have to change this title. 
Median. I need to change this title. Click-through rate is very poor on this video. <laughs> I feel sorry for a girlfriend. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's all bad. Then, of course, remember how we were all saying how uh, based and cool David Lucas was because he dropped a George Floyd joke and didn't let people bully him into an apology. Well, that's over. Hi, this is comedian David Lucas. Uh, you know me from Kill Tony and other various roast shows. Uh, I'm an edgy, uh, push-the-boundary comedian, and uh, my job as a comedian is to bring humor in dire situations. With that being said, there's a clip that is circulating around social media, and um, since that clip, has came out. I have spoken to a lot of George Floyd's family. I spoke to Cal Wayne, Trader Truth, Stephen Jackson. And uh, my intention was to never cause harm to his family or make them revisit a moment that happened a few years ago. Uh, I'm a father, so I get it. I understand how his kids feel. I've spoken to his whole family. And um, we've came, uh, you know, to an understanding as to how to move forward from this and uh, just want to apologize to his kids and everybody who was close to him. There you go. There's this thing in the, in the black community. I don't know if it's, I know it's not this way in the white community, um, but maybe it's this, maybe it is this way in like the Asian community or something like that. Well, here's the thing. If you look at his interview with, I don't know, some other black dude, some other black dude with a tiny podcast. Um, if you look at his interview and it's and you look at the comments, the comments are all black people calling him like Oreo and questioning his blackness. And like what he doesn't understand is that these black folks that are upset about a George Floyd joke, um, they're not going to fuck with him now after he apologizes either. The look of loud desperation for attention. Yeah, Jack. <laughs> the entire black community was losing their minds over a joke when we can look at the firearm homicide death by race. In Missouri, let's just say in Michigan, Annual firearm homicide deaths among men per 100,000. Michigan, white, 1.5. Black, 50. Illinois, 1. Black, 48. Indiana, 2. Black, 46. Pennsylvania, 1.4. Black, 43. Wisconsin, 0.92, black, 33.5. Black folks are getting all bent out of shape about a joke, and they're killing each other by the dozens in the streets. Black, black folks are worried about a George Floyd joke and not the fact that they're killing each other at record levels. 
that's how I know they're actually not they're actually not serious that they're that they're they're uh trim your shipment is in routes or oh thank you I didn't want to have to deploy the I didn't want to have to deploy the hit team oh yeah here's uh hold on a sec All right. Hassan Abi, a dwindling star in the fake communist champagne socialist YouTube Twitch world, uh, was getting absolutely dragged into oblivion yesterday. And uh, I'm here for it. It was Valentine's Day yesterday. And Hassan Abi, you might know him as the professor or Chenk's nephew from the Young Turks, or the guy that grew up filthy rich, lied about it, and pretended to his 14-year-old audience that he desperately needed their $5 per month to keep fighting the man while he bought electric Porsches and $9 million mansions or whatever. Um, he had something to say about Ben Shapiro and Jordan Peterson yesterday. And for once, I will admit, he has a army of weirdos on Twitter and uh, usually does pretty good, but this did not go very well for him, and I'm here for it. Happy Valentine's Day. This is from Hassan Abi. If you get bedroom advice from either of these dudes, Ben Shapiro and Jordan Peterson, you will be alone forever. Of course, hilariously, people point out. Just look at what's happening to him in the community notes. He's getting dragged in the community notes. Jordan Peterson and Ben Shapiro are both married men with children. Meanwhile, as of February 14th, Hassan is 32, childless, single, and paid for sex in a German brothel. The former being, in his own words, due to being a moral degenerate. I mean, I mean, leave a like on the video. I mean, is that the best community note? That that might have been the best community note I've ever seen. It it might be. It it, it just might be the best community note I've ever seen. Absolutely savage. I I don't know like. What to say? I mean, it is just, it is that bad. I want to remind people, by the way, people ask about, you know, um, me having a Discord. I, for a long time, have had a Gilded. It is a non-woke Discord option. As we have all the same text chat rooms. We have voice chat rooms. You can see about 20 people have joined today. There's going to be a link in the description. You can come in here, talk, hang out. It's all free, of course. It's something I do for the community. I run it. It's a lot of fun. They do you know, all sorts of different events and things like that. Um, and uh, the link will be in the description. Basically, all you do is click the link, get the gilded, which is, like I said, just like um, Discord, except they don't police your speech. And then all you have to do is uh, there are steps in the README that you see first on the left-hand left hand side. You'll see server rules README. 
once you're installed right here, you see them. Once you do these, boom, you'll be in and you'll be able to see all of our servers and chat and things like that. So it's just something fun if you want to do that. That was a Community Notes best hit. Now, the, the other replies, far more savage. This article uh, by Paul Joseph Watson, left-wing streamer Hassan, I mean Hamas Piker, was ridiculed after telling people not to take relationship advice from Ben Shapiro and Jordan Peterson, with people pointing out that they are happily married with children while he is over 30, unmarried, and childless. Piker, who spends all day sitting in front of his computer spouting gay race communism to an audience of mostly teenagers, posted the quip on X to mark Valentine's Day. The response was swift, quote, They're both married with kids, but no, take advice from the unmarried, childless professor, remarked Carl, Carl Benjamin. 70,000 likes. Damn, Carl. Seamus, shout out to Seamus. Spoon Thief. Hassan is conventionally attractive and a very wealthy man who hasn't found a way to translate that into relationship success. And Ben Shapiro and Jordan Peterson are turned two nerds who are able to get women to marry and have children with them. I'll let you decide who has more insight. 20,000 likes. It was a common sentiment. Here's SN Shores. If you take sex advice from these two married men, you will be alone forever, a single 32-year-old man. 17,000 likes. Not your uh, Bay writes, these guys have stable family, stable family, wives, and kids who love them for who they are, and I never heard once that they are being abusive towards their spouse or kids nor they have, have ever had any cheating scandals. Great husband, great father. You, on the other hand. Kevin Bass, PhD. They are both married with children. You are a bachelor and childless. Are you sure about this one? Now, I will say, I do think it's a little weird. Um... It, 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 it is a little weird. The right is a little weird about, you know, trying to quote unquote own people about, you know, having kids. I understand that. Kids aren't for everybody. I don't think you're less of a man uh, if you don't have kids or less of a woman or anything like that. But the stunning lack of awareness from Hassan is, uh, is, is brutal. Took advice from Jordan Peterson and now I'm married with two kids. About two married men with successful marriages and like at least six kids between both of them. Don't take advice from these men? LOL. I mean, he's just getting absolutely ruthlessly savaged. They have kids. Remind us how many kids you have. Um, you see, others pointed out that according to his own admission, Piker had literally paid for sex. You literally pay women to hook up with you. You're unmarried. You have no kids. Bro, you paid for it in Germany. What are, what are the best whorehouses in Berlin? I'm fairly confident you're the only one of these three that's ever had to pay for it. The former Young Turks commentator infamously used to host a weapons-grade cringe-fest pickup artist show during which he called himself the professor and handed out lame dating and relationship advice to young men. Piker previously bragged about having the queer eye approval and how he and his friends power watch the TV show Queer Eye for the Straight Guy during which they tear it up and get in touch with their feelings. Here's the thing. If Hassan is gay, 
which is a common implication. Who cares? Like, I, I, it would it would be maybe the least shocking thing I've seen this year. You know, and like, I, I don't even understand if that's why. I mean, he should be able he should be able to you know obviously find people, but his threat his I mean. I mean, I usually disagree with you on everything but this. Uh, Hassan, both of them have kids. Unless we suddenly are materializing kids, then there must be something to it. Okay, but why won't you fight Sam Hyde? I mean, this is probably the most brutal drubbing that Hassan has ever taken. Now, again, don't forget, Hassan Piker is rich, super rich, multimillionaire. His dad, a, a big wig muckety-muck in the Turkish government, who is like the right-hand man in a billion-dollar company. Hassan is a champagne socialist. From two dudes who have loving marriages and you're not married, cool, 7,000 likes because both of them are married, 9,000 likes. I mean, where are all Hassan's friends? Two married men with long-term successful marriages, sure, th sure thing, professor, 5,000 likes. I mean, I don't, I'm looking deep. You literally pay women to hook up with you. You're unmarried. You have no kids. There's nothing, nothing in here. <laughs> Every one of these replies are absolutely destroying him. By the way, his uh, old Twitter handle used to be at just the bro tip. He's probably hiding his, I suppose... Uh, some people might argue because of his religion, he would be disowned by his family if he came out. I don't really care. Um, I think it's hilarious that uh, every time he gets absolutely dragged like this, sure, let's take advice from single childless men. <laughs> what a great day. What a great day. What a great Valentine's Day gift. That was a that was a great Valentine's Day gift for me. I hope you enjoyed this video. If you did, make sure you leave a like on it. If you haven't yet, please do follow me. Or subscribe down below. The Professor. The Professor. A quartering finally got on here. Time to watch. Oh, hey, what's up, Alamandorius? Hold on just a moment. <laughs> Good luck on your taxes. <laughs> I don't know. No. <laughs> All right. No worries. Bye. Somebody calling to get their taxes done. <laughs> Shut it down. No, no. That was uh, a wrong number, but it was from locally, so I picked it up. You know, the, every time someone tries to SWAT or whatever, you know, the cops will call. So I thought maybe it was that, but it was just the wrong number.
Just the wrong number. CPA. You know what's funny is I actually went to college. I loved accounting. I loved it. I took accounting courses all my electives. I took when I was getting my, you know, my four-year degree were all accounting. I loved it. And I went to one of the best accounting schools in the country. And um I got to like I had taken every elective accounting course out there and um I had to make a decision be between becoming an accountant and uh, marketing because I had reached that point where I had to like uh, separate and I chose marketing. It, accounting just didn't seem that exciting to me, but it's a good living, you know. Accountants have a good, a good, a good deal. Uh, next story. Megan Rapino. Megan Rapino. Trying to put her stupid name back in the news again. Megan Rapino. The most insufferable lesbian on earth. Numbers nerd, yeah. Think about think about if I'd become an accountant. I'd probably have like a gold plated slide whistle. I'd be that guy, I'd have like big billboards and I'd have my slide whistle. It's a write-off, it would say. And then like you'd have an animated GIF. Huh? Maybe that could be my shtick? I could just be... I, I just have a, a golden slide whistle. I don't know if you live... Like, if you live... It's probably the same everywhere. Uh, you probably have some, like, local weirdo, you know? Uh, who's always on TV. Um, It was David Gruber forever here in Wisconsin... And now the new guy is Nicolet, uh, some lawyer who like is v trying way too hard to look like a regular guy. I'm the real Nicolet. You're not the real Nicolet. Every flipping billboard, every commercial when I'm watching local TV is for Nicolet law firm. Law firm. You probably have someone like that locally. That's the shtick I would go with with my accounting firm. Dungeons, Dragons, Degents. Hey, Jeremy, I know you appreciate a good grift. Here it is, Dungeons, Dragons, and DGENs. Here on Rumble is a non-woke D&D channel. They stream weekly. Come join them tomorrow at 8 p.m. Central. Hey, if you're into D&D, go check them out. You can actually click their name uh, in the like on their Super Chat, I think, and view their channel. There we go. Six followers. I'll follow you. Now I'm number seven. Hey, I'm the real, I'm the real Nicolet. No, you're not. I'm the real Nicolet. All that does is cement in my mind that I will never hire that guy. Did Dave Rubens flip out on the baby buying tweet? He blocked me a long time ago, so I don't know. 
he sold out. He started locals and he sold it. And now he's desperate to stay relevant. Oh, it's in it's in Minnesota too. Oh, it's a, you have the Kentucky Hammer. That's at least cool. Does he have cheesy low budget commercials too? That's the key. You gotta have you gotta have cheese ball like one camera starring them. You have Tim Mincy. He makes them pay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jim Adler, the Texas Hammer. Wait, the Texas Hammer? What about the Kentucky Hammer? All right. Cheesy mid-budget. I need I need annoying and he throws a hammer. Holy fuck, I gotta look this up. He did a Super Bowl ad? You see them coming in your rearview mirror. Big trucks. They can be out of control. Oh, he's a Kentucky big truck roads. guy. I'm attorney Darrell Isaacs, the hammer. We're here to stop these big trucks and their big insurance companies. If you've been injured by a dump truck, delivery truck, concrete truck, or any kind of big truck, it's hammer time. <laughs> we'll fight to get you every dollar you deserve. Call the hammer to the hammer. <laughs> oh my god, it was just as terrible as I'd hoped. Uh King of Biltong. Good afternoon from Anton's of Roanoke, Texas. Free shipping for your Biltong using code the Q on Biltong USA and AntonUSA.com. New URL for land of Biltong plug. Check out our Rumble channel. There you go. Well, I guess I, I I think I'm following you already. Oh, I'm not. There you go. You can see the Biltong process and various meats. There you go. And get yourself some Biltong. I love it. Yeah, I think that I've noticed that as is that like a new thing, the big trucks. I've noticed that I've noticed the, the big trucks lawsuits now. That seems like a new grift. There's a gold slide whistle. Mother of God. Professional slide whistle. It will be mine. Oh, yes, it will be mine. <laughs> Do 
Did you see the dude climbing the sphere? Yeah, I did. Oh, by the way, <clears throat> there's a link. I just want to mention a link in the description. There's a link in the in the description to my gilded. I don't know if this is something you want to do, um, but it's free. It's a place to hang out uh, when the show's not on. Um, my gilded is it's just like Discord, but it's not run by a woke company. And you have voice chat, you have text chat. It's a place you can hang out. There's memes. There's all sorts of stuff going on in here. All day, every day, you can meet, meet a lot of friends. If you use the link in the description uh, down below, it'll take you to a page. Then if you read the server rules, read me at the bottom here, it tells you what to do to unlock all of the various rooms. And uh, it's a lot of places to uh, hang out. So I hope that you'll... You'll join that link in the description. It's just like Discord only, not bull, not, uh, you know. And it's also a place to give me show topics and all that kind of stuff, too. Megan Rapino. All right, let's talk about this biatch. <laughs> Dash cams are cheap. Most drivers should have them these days. Aren't they just GoPros? Did you see them? Did you see the 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 story about um the story about that scene in in uh Wayne's World where he plays starts to play stairway to heaven and then he stops him and he's like you know no stairway denied you know that one um they wanted like a hundred thousand dollars so they could play like three notes of stairway to heaven and so they they just put they just put two random notes in it rather than paying for it not a cool not a cool play Denied. Have you been? All right, let's talk about Mega Rapino. By the way, thanks everyone for tuning in. If you're joining the show today, I hope I hope that you are. Um, I'm live every day at one Eastern. So if you're enjoying the show, um, just click that follow button down below so you actually get <clears throat> uh, notified when I go live. Megan Rapino. She's a stupid cunt, and I hate her so much. Okay. Let's talk about her. Ah, I thought we were done with Megan Rapinoe after the disastrous hiring of her by Victoria's Secret, which uh, was a financial disaster so bad that they went back to actually attractive women as quickly as they could after she hilariously got injured in her final game uh in the u.s women's national team uh, i thought we were done with her but no now she's going out and uh criticizing christians because that's what the woke do their religion is wokeism and they attack christianity because they can 
None of these woke idiots would ever say anything about some of those other religions out there, by the way, which would, uh, you know, probably not treat Megan Rapinoe very well. Um, but they, it's okay to make to to disparage Christianity. She also had a complete meltdown, uh, saying her haters have a special place in hell. Well, wait a minute. I thought God didn't exist. How would hell exist then? That and more. Here we go. Let's start with her recent meltdown. Megan Rapinoe says the narcissist mocks, or the narcissist mocks Christians again while saying her haters have a special place in hell. Megan Rapinoe may be one of the greatest American soccer players to ever do it. She isn't. And also one of the most controversial and unlikable professional athletes in the world. I'd agree with that. But most people focus on the drama and negativity surrounding others. So when Rapinoe went down with a career-ending Achilles injury in November, well, those same people weren't exactly sad to see it happen. I was not happy. I was, I was not sad at all. I thought it was karmic. Um, and I thought it was interesting uh, that when she did get injured, she, her immediate reaction afterwards was to disparage God. It's harsh that people would be happy to see Rapinoe end her career with an injury, but the harshness doesn't make it any less true. Some soccer fans had a smile on their face when she went down with an injury. If you don't believe that, you're not living a reality or don't spend much time on social media. Rapinoe believes those people have a special place in hell. We want these perfect stories. I'm a controversial figure and having people low-key celebrate it. No, no, I was high-key celebrating it. It couldn't have happened to a bigger piece of garbage on the planet. But then also be so disingenuous about it. That's the part of funny, too. I'm like, wow, you guys are in a special place in hell that you're celebrating this. Rapino said on Pablo Torre finds out, sitting along her fiancé, Sue Bird. Tori then brought up Rapinoe's press conference following the game in which she was injured and she said, I'm not a religious person or anything, and if there was a God, this is proof that there isn't. Could you imagine being so self-centered, so um, uh, like amazingly, ridiculously over-the-top obsessed with yourself that you think, oh, yeah, um, this injury, you know, God would have God would have protected me from playing a child's game, getting hurt. That's what God would have concerned themselves with. Tori, who spent years working for ESPN before joining John Levitard on his crew of woke misfits at Meadowlark Media, claimed that anyone who was upset that Rapino said there was no God was just disingenuously furious. Um, I think that most people would find that statement relatively blasphemous. You know, I've always been on the record and say, like, I'm not a very religious guy, but I respect and understand my viewers that are um, and people that are. And I'm pretty sure, like, being a multimillionaire, being worth $50 million and having a tiny injury and then using that tiny injury to proclaim that there is no God, I think that's probably a little offensive. I feel like maybe if there is a God, you're going to get to the pearly gates and, and, and there you're going to sit and God's going to be like, oh, remember when you said I wasn't here? Oops, sorry, you get on the down escalator. 
In Rapinoe's mind, it's funny to joke about there not being a god, and Christians just missed it during her press conference. It's a more classic narcissism from Rapinoe. For starters, the number of people who genuinely celebrated her injury is minuscule. I don't know. I hope it was bigger than that. We forget that more often than not, the vast majority of people do actually have a functioning heart and soul and don't like seeing bad things happen. Any athlete ending their career with an injury is a bad thing. I disagree completely, and I think a lot of people celebrated. Who wrote this article? I think you're wrong, bro. Mark Harris, you're wrong. I, I know for a fact a lot of people celebrated her being injured, and I, I will openly admit that I did too, and I love it. If she could have blown out both, if she could have blown out both Achilles, it would have, that's the only way it would have been better. I, I, I don't, what do you mean nobody celebrated? On the other end of the spectrum, Rapinoe is very clearly continuing to live in a world where she doesn't realize that words have consequences and meaning. She sat in front of a microphone and said that God didn't exist. It doesn't matter that it was a lighthearted comment. She portrayed the message and shared it with her fan base of hundreds of thousands of people, mostly made up of young girls. She then doubled down with a joke about checking in on Christians during her appearance on Tori's show. We get it, Megan. You're gay. You don't see eye to eye with Christians or believe in the whole church thing. But when you continue to prod at the hundreds of millions of Americans who are Christian, you're opening the door for backlash. She'd say that she could handle the criticisms, but then cried while mentioning it during Tori's show in the most favorable setting imaginable. Rapinoe doesn't see anything wrong with what she's saying because her everyday environment has long been all about her. She surrounded herself with yes men, women, and surely a few pronoun pushers, and everything she says and does fits into some disruptive liberal puzzle out there. She lives in this weird utopia where the ESPNs of the world promote everything she touches when in reality a large chunk of Americans don't agree with the majority of the things she says or stands for. Rapinoe's narcissistic tendencies are undeniable at this point. She even managed to show them off during her sit-down with Tori without mocking people of faith at the same time. At one point during the interview, she explained that her missed penalty that would have sent the U.S. women's national team home from the 2023 Women's World Cup doesn't take anything away from her career. She failed to mention how she missed the, pen the missed penalty affected the careers of every single woman that was her teammate, who may never be in the same position ever again. The U.S. women's national team's coach was essentially forced to resign after the team's exit from the tournament. That penalty may have just been one kick of many, but it carried a lot of weight. Rapinoe failed to comprehend that any of that in the moment when she smiled and laughed of after missing the penalty, and it's clear she hasn't come to that realization yet. Well, also remember that Megan Rapinoe did not deserve a position on that team. She was well past her prime. There were more skilled players on the team than her, and she was given the penalty kick out of a courtesy, essentially, a woke courtesy, uh, for that. And so, you know, it was about, you know, her coach said, well, we got to put the purple haired lesbian out there to make the kick, right? She's going to kick it. She's going to make the kick. Didn't make it missed by a mile and then laughed about it. Um, I understand frustration comes out in weird ways. Um, but when I've seen like an NFL kicker miss a game winning field goal, I never see them laugh. Have you ever seen them laugh? You know, Green Bay Packers kickers Anders Carlson missed plenty of uh, chip shot field goals this year. Not sure I saw him laugh after any of them. 
Uh, but Megan Rapinoe, who already had, you know, bullied her way into a Subway Sandwiches sponsorship and a Victoria's Secret sponsorship and all this stuff, she didn't need to make that kick. That kick was not important to her. It was important to the dozen other players on that team who don't have those things. But Megan Rapinoe doesn't care about that kind of stuff. In fact, remember, she went out and said, I deserve this. I deserve this. She led the team in kneeling during the national anthem. She is a garbage human being. If you look at the replies, which got brutally ratioed, didn't she say her injury was proof that there was no God or some such nonsense? Wait, she believes in hell? I mean, she's getting... <laughs> that's funny because in LGBT, that's exactly where he, she, they are going. I mean, everybody in here is absolutely crushing her. The fans weren't celebrating anything. Come on, New York Post. I was hoping we could ignore her. She had a career. Well, Megan, God works in mysterious ways. I mean, it's just so great. I love everything about it. I can't wait for her to continue to disappear off the radar. By the way, shout out to Denise, who's making some coffee brand coffee, 004 right now. And someone's making some sticky pecan roll. What an interesting day. What a very interesting day. I wanted to pull up. Oh, yeah. Here's a Google story I had. I wanted to talk about, too. Doobie doobie doo. Doobie doobie doo. Okay. Yeah, by the way, you can get my coffee over at coffeebrandcoffee.com. Promo code the quartering to save. It's not some dropship garbage. It's actually delicious coffee that we're involved in the entire roasting process from soup to nuts. We also have our Roaster's Choice program on sale for 50% off on the very first month. No promo code even required. This is the super special coffee that comes from a different location, a different exotic location every single month. It's reviewed insanely well, 235 reviews with a five-star average review. We only have a certain amount of spots available for the Roaster's Choice, but it is our best product by far. If you're into you know, kind of a special different bag every month, I think that would be good. Obviously, we have flavored coffee. We have unflavored coffee. Coffeebrandcoffee.com. It's me. Yeah, buy my coffee to own the libs. Only don't do that. Buy my coffee because it tastes good. Maybe Jeremy should do a salt brand salt. <laughs> well, Google's about to get a lot worse. Uh, we know that over the years, Google has gone out of its way essentially to control the outcomes of their search algorithm google a search engine got that way 
obtained its dominance by being the most accurate response to questions. Early on, you would use Yahoo, you would use, you know, Dogpile, you would use Google, you would use, I mean, there were actually a lot of search engines back in the early days of the internet. The reason Google got big is because it was the best at indexing websites and uh, serving up the most relevant search results to the user. Those days have long come and gone, and now it's essentially a propaganda machine. We know that uh, essentially Google is more interested in uh, you know, uh, making sure you don't see anything good about a political person they don't like or anything bad about a, a potential jab that they might want you to get. Um, they might want, you know, they control the paid search results. They control the organic search results. They've become essentially, at least in my opinion, essentially an arm of the government. And it's about to get a lot worse. By the way, if you know a better search engine out there, I used to recommend... Um, I used to recommend, um, I can't, I'm trying to think of the name of that one, but then their owner came out like, uh, pro censorship after positioning themselves. What is their name? I'm trying to think of their name. They positioned themselves as like anti-censorship pros, free speech. And then they issued a totally brain dead take on, I think it was the jab if I remember right. So then I, I gave up on them. So I'll be, I'll be reading the comments. Um, by the way. The computer I use, the computer, the laptop I use, the computer my friends and family use is all brought to you by MetaPCs. Promo code the quartering, one word, will save you money. They're, they have military discounts, financing. Um, they're veteran-owned. Uh, they have custom computers, ready-to-build computers. I'm sorry, ready-to-buy computers. You can custom-build them from the ground up. Laptops, financing, MetaPCs, promo code the quartering in the description down below for when you're right or when you're ready. Um, the search engine I was thinking about earlier was DuckDuckGo, um, and they caved. Now, Google vows to use AI models, what could go wrong, and work with the EU's anti-disinformation groups to global fact-check groups to censor misinformation and hate. Now, almost all of those words just mean censorship. Things that they don't want you to see things that they don't want you to like things. They don't want you to read. That's what all of that means. It's like hate speech, misinformation. Yeah, there is literal, actual misinformation. It exists. Okay. However, we know that it's misinformation TM, which meant anything that went against the narrative and that definition always changes. You know, the misinformation, quote unquote, was uh, that a certain, you know, a certain thing came from a certain lab, right? You couldn't even find that in search engines. Well, now, whoa, look at that. Times change and suddenly it's not misinformation. Anyway, Google is doing its uh, the best way, doing its best to manipulate information. A blog post on this uh, giant site calls this, quote, surfacing high quality information to voters. So what this is, pre-election censorship. This is, I believe, what people call fortification. You know, I think 
fortification, election fortification, is that the word that they were using? And with the way content is held on Google and on its platforms and services, where something surfaces, others things, other things sink. This is via reclaimthenet.org, by the way. Information gets deranked. That's one thing to keep in mind. And another is the question, who decides, and based on what criteria, what is high-quality information? One might say only half-jokingly, democracy called and wants to know. In addition, Google is now vowing to use artificial intelligence tech more to counter what it decides is misinformation around the election and leverage AI models to augment our efforts. Working with various anti-disinformation groups and, quote, fact-checkers from around the world to facilitate censorship is also part of the promised support package. While the targets of this censorship will be the usual list of online boogeymen, as designated by Google and or governments, real or imagined, manipulated media, hate, harassment, misinformation. This is why sites like Rumble are so important. I know, you know, 70% of my viewers still choose to watch me on YouTube, and I respect that. I'm so thankful that you tune in. All I ever ask is that you consider at least watching my live show, which is at 1 Eastern, Monday through Friday, over on my Rumble page. But this is why, you know, my Rumble page is growing. Um, you know, I used to get one to 2,000 views per video. Then it was three to 4,000. Now I routinely get 15 to 25,000. And I would suspect by the end of 2024, I'll get 40 to 50,000 views per video on Rumble. And maybe by the end of 2025, they'll be even, which would be incredible. It comes, I'm sorry, this will all have to be done at scale, Google Notes, hence the promise of bringing in more AI than ever before. When it comes to surfacing high quality information, some of what's presented is uncontroversial. If people search on how to vote, the search will result in relevant details regarding requirements, dates, etc. But there's also, quote, authoritative information specifically on YouTube. Now, this is something that, again, we talk about on, on YouTube. YouTube CEO Neil Mohan has posted up on the company blog just in time to, well, advance, reiterate the giant platform's policies regarding upcoming elections. Just in case anyone is worried things might improve, the post reassures them. YouTube will use its massive resources and the way the platform is structured as a search and recommendations to wipe out what it chooses to consider hate speech at the same time as to, quote, boost authoritative sources even more. This will be done when users search for topics related to the elections. Mohan spends a good time talking about the importance of creators and how YouTube intends to make their YouTube businesses even better. When you want to know what an authoritative source is, that's CNN. That's CNN. You're not going to see, there's never going to be, I'm telling you, I, I, I wish I was wrong and ho I hope I am. I really do. I hope I am. I don't think there will ever be another Tim Pool on YouTube. Hell, I don't even think there'll be another qu the quartering ever on YouTube again. I just, I don't, I don't think that the environment even exists. I mean, I look at my channel now. I used to gain pretty consistently 10,000 subscribers a month. Sometimes it'd be 20,000. I went from November to January without gaining any, zero, zero. I look at Tim, he's still pretty consistent, but he has months where he doesn't gain any either. 
the and and I think the door got closed behind us. You know, I have to be very careful with my YouTube audience as I continue to, you know, encourage them to, you know, consider watching me on on Rumble and other platforms. Um, you know, I upload my videos early there, all this kind of stuff, but it's going to take years. So YouTube is still extremely important. Extremely important. There's one glaring failure by omission in this pitch explaining what happens to creators and their content channels, often built for years, when they cross the sometimes invisible censorship line by Google's video behemoth. What happens is demonetization, deplatforming, disappearing. Finally, Mohan addresses, obviously not framing it in that way, how the censorship machine that one responsible for destroying many creators' works were uh, when facing users and what YouTube plans on the front are for 2024. Tucked in the section about protecting the creator economy, the obligatory think of the children bit, the YouTube CEO writes, another way we uphold our responsibility is connecting people with high quality information that is more important than ever as elections take place across the globe. More than 50 countries will hold elections this year. Mohan repeats what's highly likely contained in some memo circulated in the usual big tech government collusion participants. It goes something like this, quote, when we're talking about the 2024 elections and how you're going to censor around them, mention how many ballots happening around the world rather than focusing on or ever mentioning the one that really matters to us, the United States one, which is true. The YouTube figurehead goes on to say that the platform is ensuring that when people look for election news on YouTube, authoritative sources are prominent in their searches and recommendations. No details are given as how YouTube is ensuring this, but Mohan is defiant about the past year's often shocking levels of censorship that his own language to describe it and leaves no room for doubt that trend will continue. Quote, We've spent years investing in a playbook to responsibly manage content on YouTube, including longstanding, rigorously enforced policies against hate speech, incitement, election stuff, and more. We quickly evolve and adapt when new challenges emerge, and so we'll do so again. By the way, in case anyone wants to know, uh, in the pinned comment down below, I'm going to leave a link to uh, rumble.com slash C as in Charlie slash the quartering. Even if you're not ready, even if you're not ready to make the switch right now, and I understand that, consider going over there, signing up for account and subscribing to your and following your favorite creators. Uh, because there's going to be some point, I assure you, there's going to be some point where that's the only place you're going to be able to find the truth. It's sad, isn't it? And that consider Any, anytime you try to look, anytime you try to look for, uh, you know, election news or anything like that, you can't find, you literally can't find it. You literally can't find it. I, I, I mean, it's so wild to me. I don't even know. Um, and it's like, it's why I work so hard to try and bring people over to, to rumble. Now, obviously the advertisers need to come to rumble faster and that's going to force people into seeing ads and they're going to complain about that. 
But I think Rumble can very easily just say, you know, I think they have Rumble Premium. People can pay five bucks for that and they cannot get ads, you know, that, that and that's fine. Um, ultimately, uh, it's going to be important. I mean, there, there's going to be a point now where I, I've, I said in my video and I meant it, like there are videos now on Rumble that I upload that consistently get 15 to 20,000 views. Those same view videos a year ago were getting one to 2,000 views. I believe after the election, or as it gets closer to election time, those videos are going to get 30, 40,000 views. Here's how, here's how the creator stuff's going to break, right? Advertisers are going to come to Rumble because there are views here. Yes, a lot of the ads that you see now are kind of cringe. Um, I don't want to like mention anyone in particular, but you know what I mean? You, you get a lot of like the ads that are like, oh, here's a miracle cure, this, that, and the other thing, whatever. Eventually, Ford and, you know, Chevy and uh, all these companies are going to have to advertise here because there's going to be so many people here. And uh, that's going to be great. And there's plenty of companies, by the way, who either are apolitical or who, you know, they sell knives or guns or ammo kits or uh, survival kits or, you know, there is a lot of people who can buy ads on. Once, once creators start making a little bit of money, then they'll be more inclined to invest more time on, on Rumble. There are very few people out there like me or like Sticks, Hex, and Hammer who embrace all new alt tech and never gave a damn about the money. There's very few people like that. So that's just the reality of it. And I'll welcome everyone as they continue to get banned, as they continue to get banned and silenced on YouTube. You're welcome here on, you're welcome here on, on, on uh, Rumble. By the way, Huge show today, 5,600 people out there. Any, any, I always ask any first timers here. I always like to see if, uh, I always like to say hi to first timers. If you're enjoying the show, um, there's only two things I ever ask. The one is the only thing I really need, and that is for you to click the follow button. We're at 192,000 followers, getting close to 200,000, and I would just really love to see you you know, see you every day uh, in my day on my daily show. Yes, I upload five standalone videos too um, that aren't always from the show, but I also just like that you're here. The more people, Angie, first time, thanks. Um, the other thing I ask is if you want to support the team, you could join the basement, which is my locals group. It's five bucks a month. You get your own chat during the show. You support me and my two video editors and my graphics designer. You know, it's not just me that runs a show. It's four people full time. If you join the, uh, if you join the basement, you can get special access during the live streams and all that kind of stuff. Oh, what's up, Adam? Grape jellies here. Adam's on my dart team. I played some practice, some darts last night. Just worked on just worked on cricket a little more. Worked on cricket. First time here on Rumble, right on. Be noxious. Thank you. Oh yeah, 
And if you still use Facebook, I'm on a Save Save the Boomers 2024 tour. If you are using Facebook, facebook.com slash quartering news, leave a like on that, leave a follow. It would be absolutely killer. I'm going to try and save the boomers in 2022, or I'm sorry, 2024. I know Facebook censors to all hell, but I think I can save them. I can bring a couple of them over here to rumble. So tomorrow, we usually do guests on Thursday and Friday. So let me double check. I think we have a guest tomorrow. Let's see. What do you guys got planned for the uh, the weekend? Do I ever watch dart competitions? I mean, I, I think so. Oh, uh, Jamie Mitchell was going to be... Jamie Mitchell from uh, Gays Against Groomers, I think, is going to be here tomorrow. I thought she said she couldn't make it, but I think she just rescheduled to Friday. Hold on a second. I think she, I just want to verify this because I think she rescheduled. Oh no, she can't make it. So I'll try to find a I'll try to find a stand-in on Friday. But we got Gary Buchler from Nerdrotic, Melanie Mack. We got Isaac Butterfield, the Butsman, coming up. Razor Fist coming up. Jimmy Dore coming up. Thank you, Savage Potato. I don't use Facebook for Marketplace. I get it. Yeah, Facebook Marketplace, you can get some good deals on stuff. You definitely can. Is there any story that uh that I missed today that you guys want me to hit? I think I got all that. It was kind of a slow news day. Yeah, shout out to everyone uh over in the basement, Brittany, Dark Saul, Julie, Mantle, Crud Muffin, Black Dove, Raven Black Dove. All the members over in uh, Game Genie, over in Locals. Could you take a look at a BIA washout story? Road washout and failed. Happy Mars, how you doing? Um, get Mudahar on. I I could get Mudahar. I think um he agreed. I think his fans would have a meltdown though. Rumble stock projection. Uh, I don't know anything about the stock market. I know it was going good, but I haven't heard people talking about it, so I assume it's been back down again. Oh, it's up 50 cents today. But it's down 33 cents today over the last... I mean, it's up 100% in the last month. That's pretty good. I don't have any Rumble stock. I don't make any money when Rumble stock goes up, but... You know, I think that that's good. Jeremy should get legal mindset on stream. I could get that. I could get him. Uh, Count Dankula is, is scheduled too. Yeah. So tomorrow I'll try to get a guest uh, for Friday. 
Otherwise, we'll just do the the normal news. And then Friday, I always do a, I'm going to do a continuation after show on my locals. So if you want to be a part of that, join the locals, join the basement, and then we'll, we'll be able to hang out tomorrow too. Hoffman Tactical. We need to have the retired bundle of six chick on again. Yeah, she's coming on in two weeks. Yeah, I wish I would. I wish I would have bought Bitcoin. I can't believe I never got into crypto. Like I was a total computer nerd when when crypto was like, you know, a thing when it was like fifty cents, and I just never bought any, and I just never, I never got into it. And now it's worth a bazillion dollars. Fanny imploding right now. Is Fanny um is Fanny on the stand? Fanny's not on the stand, right? Fanny on the stand. So by the way, so tomorrow uh we'll be back in 22 hours. I will work on getting another guest for tomorrow. We're gonna do a after party tomorrow uh on locals. So make sure you sign up for the basement if you want to do that. And then um also, let me know um, what other guests you want on. We'll do that. Thanks, everyone, for showing up today. I love you. I appreciate you. And um, we'll see you in 22 hours for tomorrow's show. Mm -hmm.